And welcome to the even worse idea of all time, Feeling episode nine. That doesn't sound like it. My house. name is Jamie. Sounds like a ca- oh, You need to get it together. You need to wake up. <laughs> What's your name? Um, Alistair. Oliver. Uh, this is a podcast where we watch Bad Mums 2 once a week for 52 weeks, mm. and we've just watched it for the ninth time. This is a very special episode, because not only did we watch it and record this episode in a tent, and it's... In the, at six in the morning. Well, we started at six. It's now later than that. Um, but it's also my birthday. Yeah, Alistair's just turned 21, so we've, we've come away for a bit of a camping trip. Yeah. Uh, but of course, we're still dedicated to this project, so we did wake up at 6am to watch Bad Mums 2 for the ninth mm. time. Some of us more than others, all of us still kind of in and out. What did, what did we think of it this week, guys? Oof, didn't like it. No, this was the hardest one by far, I think. I did not get a lot of sleep last night. No, nor I. And uh, I was really struggling to stay awake. My body aches. Uh, so all round unpleasant. Yeah. Oliver, um, what did you think? Why does your body ache? My body aches from sleeping on very oh. little. Oh, are you sleeping on your side? A very thin mat. Yeah, I slept on my side. Yeah, that's yeah. a classic mistake. If you lie flat, the weight distributes. Over I know, but if you're used there. to sleeping. Yeah, but I'm used to yeah, sleeping on I, my I side. Am. It's a real struggle for me to get to sleep. Well. Yeah, so I, I'll be... In pain for a while now. Ah, uh, look, we're all in pain <laughs> all the time. I was in pain, and then the movie added to that pain. Definitely. Yeah, no, it was definitely tough this week. I think <laughs> you can I probably hear like it in our voices. Felt like I know it. I, I feel like this watch, I knew it better than I knew it last watch. Like yeah. There was, a, there was a palpable sense of my familiarity with the film increasing. Well, you know, we were, we were nailing a lot of the quotes this time. There are other people in this tent as well. They're, they're not in the cool dog cast compartment. No, sorry. <laughs> not the dog cast. Um, so they were still throwing new things in there, though. Yeah. <laughs> For the first time, because I thought up till now that Kiki has two children. She's uh, got three. Two boy children. No. And she's got three boy children. No, no, no. no. She's got one two boy children, girl. one girl. Oh, one's a, a baby. Gi- one's a girl children. Mm. Got, I think she's got um, four. No, she's got three. Okay. She had, and I didn't remember her being in that first scene. She doesn't have a lot of dialogue. She says the one thing like the rest, but like, you know. that's the most memorable thing about that scene, though. So it's good to know that you know she's she's got more children since our last watch. Yeah. Uh, They're in Kent, have been busy. Yeah, by the end she'll have a, a veritable army of blonde children. <laughs> So that's nice. Yeah, it was she good. will take over the world. <laughs> what else do we notice? Well, this was actually my highlight because... Your shining light? Yeah. Hit us. Um, because it came at a moment in the film when things were really bleak and I just realised I'd forgotten all my shining lights and then someone said this and it was the first time I heard it so I kind of latched onto that. But when Ty Swindell comes in and begins stripping in front of a family Christmas dinner... Um, as you know, he does every week. Yeah. Um, before he starts dancing, someone says, like off mic, "Ooh, a Christmas dance," <laughs> and I just <laughs> chuckled to myself, thinking, "You yeah. don't know what you're in for." Who do you think that is saying that? Um, 
I think it's probably Sandy. Sandy. Yeah, Cheryl Hines' character. Yeah, if I had to guess, I can't remember the voice. Oh uh, yeah. I'm gonna do my shining light then, um, since we've since we've started on that right, path. Leap aboard, mate. My shining light is uh, during the Santa stripping scene. Uh, where you Catherine, love that scene. Catherine, I do, I do love that scene because it's got like three songs in it, so it just makes it feel like it's going really fast. Um, it's got the most variety out of any scene in the film. I love Leo Soul. He's a real hard worker. Uh, and so Catherine Hahn reveals she's on a on a date actually, and, and about about to go on a date with Santa stripper number two. <laughs> And he starts his dance, and Kristen Bell, obviously her character, is this very earnest, innocent character, and she just says, you know, this man is out there gyrating and thrusting in just a pair of underpants. And Kristen Bell's comment is, he has such kind eyes. That's nice. And it's just good. It's just a good line. So that really stood out to me this week. Oliver, what is your shining light this week? When we first meet Susan... Sarandon. Yes. Um, she goes. She goes. In in reference to her daughter's, um, you know, work clothes, her her Ocole Spa costume. Yes. She goes. Why are you wearing black pajamas? She's because she's, she's smoking on a. Puff. She's smoking on a smoke. And so her voice, it goes all weird. And she says, pyjamas, all weird. And I'm like, that's a good way of saying pyjamas. How do you spell pyjamas? P, well, I used to think it was P-A-J-A-M-A-S. Like pyjamas. Yeah, yeah. But then my phone corrects it to... To Y. To Y, yeah. To, what is to the Y? P-Y-J-A-M-A-S. Uh, I usually pajamas. chuck a Y in there. No, I do because my phone just tells me to. I think that's the... Is it the English one? I don't Probably. know. I know that Neil Finn did a musical thing called the Pajama Club, and that was spelled with an with an A. Oh, oh look, then, I'm sure it's one the, of If those Neil Finn did that, then it's obviously the New Zealand way to do it is with an A, and I'll stick with that. Yeah, you fucking non-patriot. <laughs> hey. Anyway. <laughs> tell you what, do we have anything to talk yeah, about? Man. This watch? Yeah, man. Yeah, so man. I mean, we'll, we'll, we have a segment we have to get to at some point. Yeah. I mean, we, we we, 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 we've barely done. We've, we've barely gotta, talked about we've anything. We've got to find yeah, some ground. That's kind of my um my concern. Yeah, I mean, well, I got nothing. The tanks just so empty because we've had a bit to drink. Last we haven't had a lot of sleep, lot. and we've been watching a movie since six a.m. So it's like last night. Alistair was trying to talk about the film Black Panther, <laughs> <laughs> and he said Black Santa. It was a because he can't a, speak. Shut up. Be nice. Um, and, then, nice. and then when he tried to correct himself, he said Black Santa again. <laughs> have we said? Have we said that we're in a tent? Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah we've said oh, we're in a tent. Me. Okay. I've taken a, I've taken a little video clip of us watching the film in the tent, so I'll put that on the. When Facebook we arrived page. at the campsite yesterday, we found a small a doll <laughs> that might belong to a child. <laughs> and then when we went to go visit the bathroom, we found. A lone child's shoe. A very, very so we th- small we shoe. So we think we're piecing together some sort of murder mystery of a child. Yeah, Stop. some clues to some ethereal... We hung up both the shoe and the doll in our tent. And they're probably well, rather... started to set up a small shrine. <laughs> rather filthy. It's a nice little mobile. Yeah. Um, just, to, just to keep us motivated. Just remember, to keep some good vibes. Remember what we're fighting for. Really. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's, 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 I'd say it's been a good time. Um, you know. I mean, yeah, up until I'm not now. Thr- yeah, but I don't have the yucky feeling. I have. It feels like something's. My head over. feels very. I think swimmy. Yeah, same. But that's good. <laughs> yeah. Not good. Uh, there are some forms of like tiredness that I quite enjoy. This whole tent just smells of weed as well. <laughs> Of weed. <laughs> weed. Oh, no don't say that. <laughs> if the police are listening, what he's talking about is weed. If the police are listening, I'm talking about urine. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely that not one's, that one's you with the police. We're in a big urination session. <laughs> okay. okay. We that's, that's enough of that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's enough out of you. Now, um, we are, of course, at a campsite. But there's another... Another place that we sometimes like to visit, and that's called uh, At the, the Sky Zone. Catherine Hahn is doing something. What's she done? At Sky Zone. Oh, feel the passion Ooh, in that. Yeah. Alistair, yeah. it's your turn this week to tell us what you Ooh. think Catherine Hahn has done at the Sky Zone because she has a line where the, the bad mums are planning to go to the trampoline park called the Sky Zone and she says, I'm not allowed within 50 yards of a Sky Zone. Now, why do you think that is? I can't entirely see. Um, also, I think it's because the Sky Zone... Now, why are they called the Sky Zone? There's Probably do something with jumping and yeah, but you know you don't jumping takes place on the ground, Jamie, not in the sky. Are we? Is the sky not jumping. always around us, though? I would argue no. Does the sky not start and from the fact, ground? That is. What's the air called? Legally backed up. <laughs> what's the air called? That's just it's air, the ground. air. It's not the fucking sky. The sky. But where does the sky start? Because then? the sky is the limit. Where does the you sky? Can't be at the limit all the but time. But where does Jamie, the sky start? Well, that's what I'm about to get into. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> The sky, in both the real world and the world of Bad Mums 2, which is like the real world, but subtly different in many ways. haunted. Mm. The sky is actually a distinct realm. Um, There's the world of the sea, which is, you know, ruled by the, the, the Mer people. Yeah. And there's the realm of the sky, which was ruled by a gr- race of griffin men. <laughs> right. And their embassy is the sky zone. Right. They, they, you know, their concept of embassies is a little different, so they decided to also turn it into a trampoline park. That's interesting. Um, you know, and it's also so people can, ex- like, you know, tr- experience flying, I yep. guess, you know. Yep. In a, in a closest, relatively... The closest thing to in a safe way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, but old old Catherine Hahn. Catherine Hahn, thank you. Um, she once declared war on the the Griffin Men of the Sky. Right. Um, it was a whole international incident. Why did she do that? What was her motivation for? Oh, she just war? bumbled into it. Oh, okay. She yeah, um, she would do. She that. was making offensive comments about them <laughs> when they came in for a wax. Um, she refused to serve them in the correct order. Do they order. not have feathers? This is only waxing, Oliver. You can wax feathers. Can you? Yeah, it's like plucking chicken. Oh, that is terrifying. The image of a nude griffin. Aren't griffins half eagle, half lion? So Hello, the, the, the lion part could easily be waxed. That's here. True. Yeah, so true. keep your stupid fucking comments to yourself. But there are also some, some man in there, so you can wax hey, that. That's bit. not on. 
Yeah, so I don't know. They were, yeah, and she was very insulting, and that was the, the crown prince of the sky. Yeah. And, um, yeah, basically, there was a sh- uh, the war only lasted for three days, but it was, you know, brief and bloody. Um, and as a result, she's no longer allowed near their embassy. Right, right, okay. Well, that's great. Thanks for that. Alistair, it's good to, good to hear. What Why is that their embassy? Why is their embassy a place where people go on some trampoline? He said that. We've you literally just, you just <laughs> Oliver, you've got to make a bit more effort, buddy. I don't know about that one. <laughs> what else was in the movie? What else was in the movie Nothing. is our long-running conflict about you not paying any attention to it and me being extremely aggressive, passive-aggressive about that. Nah, man, that's all good. <laughs> that's sometimes the listeners should know about. Sometimes they add new stuff to the film. I said they this week that I was going to try do. an audiobook experience where I would just shut my eyes and, and just hear what the film had to say, but then I was told that that was not okay. No. So I had to sit well, back we, up and watch it. We did it briefly. Do a watch like that. I'm sure at one point where we don't look at it, but... I don't know how that would contravene the rules. Yeah, probably wouldn't be good. It could be a bonus episode. What um, time? How long has it been recorded? Oh, my God. You've only <laughs> been, ask we've been recording for 13 minutes. I just need to know where we're at. Okay, that's good. I just oh feel like gosh. I took in so little of the film this week that I just have nothing to say about it. I feel it. like it, it... It wasn't like I didn't engage with the film at I all. didn't. I didn't. I feel I like... I did. It, yeah. got to me and I was kind of thinking about like oh were there any bits you guys thought were improvised this week no <laughs> no it's all scripted bullshit you reckon yeah. I reckon the writers are probably lazier than that I think they're probably just like oh yeah I reckon you... the actors are lazier nah they're not going to improvise well no, I, think, I think there are some bits that they could have maybe extended with improvisation um, I don't know if there are whole gags that are fully improvised, though, to be honest. Oh, I mean, I reckon some throwaway lines they've got in there. I mean, the whole the whole Kenny G sequence, obviously not, like, the big the big laughs from that, but I mm. feel like it's it feels pretty fast and loose. You're right there. Huh? You're right. I'm really fucking fading, guys. Okay, I'll, I'll hold that. So, I'll hold that for a bit. But I don't know, I feel like when he's saying, I'm still getting paid, right, and she's like, I don't know, take your little flute and shoot. I think that might be impressive, and that could be a, an offer from Mila Kunis. I was, um... Yeah, that could be. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to acknowledge that, because okay. like otherwise it's, it's disjointed, you know. Um, you got to think about the flow. So, you know... The Orinoco flow by Enya. Oh, I always am thinking about that. Sail away, sail away, sail Um, Look, what I'm trying to get across is that I think this was actually the watch where I was most focused. Um, Bullshit. In terms of I was putting up less of a fight, I think there was the least discussion Mm. between us. Um, I wasn't putting up my walls against the movie so much. It it, had beaten me down. Usually it's a tough fight, but we come out victorious on the other end. Mm. But it really just just held me down and pounded. We had no defence system. The film, no, we no. were just so raw in the film. Us when we were at our most vulnerable. The film just fucking picked us up and shook us like a fucking dog. Mm. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get out of this situation. Oh, you'll be out of it I tell, you what, I tell you something I very much don't like about the film, and it's when it... I mean, it's not a subtle movie, but it's not really, you know, trying to be. But there are points when it just kind of, like, states, you know, what has happened or, like, 
what is going to happen or a character's motivation. Like, a character will just sit, like, barrel the camera and state their motivation in the scene or something. And it's just so bloody lazy. And that's why I think the writers probably just said, oh, yeah, I improvise vast swathes of this. I think the thing that is just eternally sobering is that we're still at such an early stage. Mm. Like, we've watched the film a substantial amount of times, but it's still barely scratching the surface. We've got to watch this 43 more times. Let's not get into that. 43. That's not. We're not even, like, a fifth of the way, are we? No. So, I mean, fuck. It's... It's just brutal, and I I think it's it's times like these when you've got sort of other real life events happening, and you still have to take the time out to watch this movie. That's when there's no no other way I'd want to start my twenty first birthday. Really, it's really bleak. Yep, that made me feel really sick in my stomach when you said that. Oh, that's nice. I feel really bad. (laughs) I mean, you're right. You'll have a good. The rest of the day will be good, but that that is a bleak thing to say. Mm. You've got to get help. Um... Exciting little fact for the listeners. This is actually the last week for a little while that we're all going to be recording together. That's right. Because I'm taking off on a great adventure. Um, Alistair's moving to the South Island of New Zealand for about a month. Well, moving. But (laughs) you are moving. I mean, you are moving. You'll have to transport your body. All right, Oliver. Alice has got himself a little gig down there working at a, a vineyard, I believe. No, that's no, not, that's that's not, not what's it. happening. No. What's happening down there? <laughs> oh, that was, that was in January and I didn't do it. So oh. I could record the podcast. What are you doing down there now? Oh, oh just yeah, rock climbing and oh, just, okay. hanging out with my family. Right, just cool kid. Alice is spending some time down south and so it's just going to be Oliver and I in Wellington uh, watching the Oliver film. Oliver and me. Alistair will have to, okay. Standards don't need yeah, it. I, I, I know, okay, Jesus Christ. And I'm going to be watching it on my own. And the thing Alistair says, he might not be able to get to internet every time, so sometimes it might just be Oliver, Oliver and me. But I will still be watching the film on my own and then just doing nothing with that watch. Which is, is such a bleak concept. I'll be carrying all of those watches with me. Because <laughs> I feel like the podcast is kind of like a release where yeah. you can like vomit out your negative yeah, emotions yeah, yeah. and then get on with Not it. this time. You Not just have to watch time. that and just, just keep gonna... it bottled up. Yeah. Oof, oh, that's going to be so good. Maybe more so, you know, we, we will hope that there will be, you know, you will be able to join us some of the time. But yeah, I hope so. I mean, I mean between at the, the two, of at you the or... very least, text us through your thoughts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Certainly. Um, get self some That'll be interesting. Uh, also, in a couple of weeks, we might potentially have a crossover with an American podcast. Oh, I should keep that behind but we'll, scenes, Yeah, shall. well, I'm just te- yeah. that's just a little tease. I'm not going to elaborate on any, any more than that. But, um, hey, what's going on with you guys, the listeners? Oh, I hey, you know, no, I know what's been going on with you. I've spent the last bloody day with you. You don't know what we've done in our past, so. I've done horrible, horrible things. That's true. Should I tell you about my past? Yes. Yeah. One of the things about this campsite is that it's got a, a toilet that flushes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a real luxury because when you're camping, you don't always have that. Oh, can I interject quickly? Yeah, yeah man. I went to the toilet early and there was a big old spider in there. Oh, no. In, in, inside the toilet. And I was... Oh, really? Very nervous t- taking... Yeah. Taking my business. Taking. <laughs> I thought he might jump up behind me. Oh, Jesus. I'm pretty certain he was dead, but... <laughs> oh, but you remain unscathed. That's yeah. good. Um, so, 
uh, when I was in the Scouts, I did quite a lot of camping and tramping around the place. Mm. And once we went to a place that didn't even have long drop facilities. Right. So what you've got to do is take toilet paper with you and Go do your business bush. under a rock. Under a rock? <laughs> yeah. And, well, you want to... I thought you usually just wander off into the bush or something. Yeah, but you want to keep it covered. They yeah. showed us the technique. They're like, you wipe it up and you put it all under the rock. And then it's taken care of by the rock. You mm. might want to dig a little bit of hole, but it goes under the rock. And so people were sort of getting quite good at that process. We were there for a few days. Yeah. But on the way out, we encountered a big old poo right next to the track. <laughs> and I think you told me that. And there were some attempts. No, there were some attempts to cover up this this heinous mess. And it was some runny stuff still. <laughs> um, flies all around it. A rock sort of. <laughs> over half of it and all this toilet paper scattered around. You're going to make me throw up. And everyone in the group was all like, what the fuck is this? Someone's really, really not taking the lesson to heat. Clearly in the night, someone's just stumbled across and got to the wrong place, done it right by the track. And then suspicion turned to a, a guy in the group called um, called Zach. I'm not quite sure why he was singled out as the culprit, but but when you're a group of like 10 or 11-year-old boys, you've got to find a, a victim and, and really, really go hard and go. And they made a song and it went, Zach crept on the track, umba, umba. Umba umba he ate too much <laughs> And also a variation that went crap busters Zach crapped on the track and it was it sustained everyone for the whole like three or four hour walk on the way Zach? back. Yeah, how did Zach, Zach feel about this? Zach was having a real rough time. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And there was also one other member of the group that was feeling a bit guilty. And that was me, because I knew that it was mine too. <laughs> because earlier that night, I'd been eating a lot of prunes. Oh, no. <laughs> because you've got to take lots of fruit and nuts to sustain you for a tram. But I didn't quite know about the, the sort of... <laughs> <laughs> diarrhea effect of prunes and I was going every fucking 30 minutes did you not did you not know where you were going as well it was at night so I was like oh Jesus yeah. this is probably far from the track <laughs> turns out it wasn't but as soon as they found a scapegoat I thought I can go with this <laughs> So I stayed quiet amongst all this cruelty. And this is the first time I've confessed to that crime. (laughs) That's good. And I'd never do it in person, but I feel like this sort of impersonal nature of a podcast. If anyone's listening, if if Zach's listening, I'm so, so sorry. Look, I think we'll call it there. All right. Um, I don't think we've talked about the film at all. Uh, That's fine. I think you know, <laughs> while while the energy has been very light, I think you know that's that's kind of what this project is, isn't it? It's about following our mental state over fifty-two weeks as we do this ungodly thing. Yeah, and sometimes you know, sometimes the energy is going to be. Oh, look, sometimes the, it's going to be a bit bleak. The professional podcast host in me is is disappointed when we're not like all guns blazing, but ultimately that's the nature of the. I think that's the, the beast. beast, and that's you know I don't mind that this isn't you know mind mind expanding content. This is how we're feeling. It's just like this a, is the this truth. Is, this is just a, a, a diary, a, a documentation of this experience if we were pretending to be all fine and now all, all well and dandy and really getting into bad mums too that would be dishonest yeah. and we're all about our honesty so thanks for listening yeah see you around we'll guys we'll see you next time on oh. <laughs>